0: Welcome to the Shift with Intention podcast. I'm Jamie Zagrafis, your host, and today our guest is JP, and welcome to the podcast, JP.
1: Thanks, Jamie. It's good to be here.
0: Great. We're excited to have you. And JP is a business coach, mentor, and leader. And JP has run multiple businesses and have, has had clients that have 10 x their business and increased their charitable giving. That's exciting. So, JP, tell us a little bit about you so our listeners know who they're going to learn from today.
1: All right. So, just I guess from a professional standpoint, um, I've, I've been a business person for over 30 years. Um, I, I got the book, the book skills through getting an MBA, but I ended up spending the last seven or eight years just chasing various mentors from Tony Robbins to Keith Cunningham, Garrett White, Jay Abraham. Uh, just a bunch of pe- men that poured into me that, um, make, make up a little piece of who I am today. Along with my father and grandfather, of course. They were, they made a big wow. impact early on. But these guys gave me, uh, some insights on business that I didn't have. And I just remember being this, imagine, imagine this. You know me a little bit, mm-hmm. but imagine me as the 20 year version, year old me and thinking that I knew it all. I mean, we all seemed to think we knew, but imagine right. me thinking I knew it all. <laughs> I remember having a boss said, I want to be your mentor and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why the hell would I want a mentor? Right, right. <laughs> How stupid. And so it's just, you, you find these people that allow you to collapse time by modeling them and mm-hmm. you put what they've already done into action and you move forward faster. So the last... Yeah. Seven or eight years. I I guess I've just poured a lot into myself to becoming the the greatest version of myself continually. You know,
0: I love that. I love that. On that note, we met in the Tony Robbins space. And so obviously I know a lot about Tony Robbins, but what, I guess, what was the reason, the shift, the, how, where did you start in your personal development journey? Like was Tony Robbins the first one or, and why did you don't have to go through each one, but why did you go to each one?
1: All right, so yeah, Tony was the first one. I I actually went to my first Tony Robbins event in 1991. Really? Yes. How old were you then? 22. I just graduated from college, Um, and I had when I was in college, I'd bought one of these online courses, uh, but it was a real estate one. You know, how to buy real estate with no money down. And I didn't know how to make it work as a college kid for whatever reason. I was too scared. Honestly, it was probably just fear that held me back from doing it, right? If I could go back and tell that version, I'd say, fuck the fear, go out and buy this shit. And then I'd be, you know, living on a beach, drinking Mai Tais and probably weigh 300 pounds right now. That's a different story. But but anyway, so fast forward about two years later and... I got to go to this Tony Robbins thing. And the way he did it back then was you got to go in for free for the first three or four hours. Mm-hmm. And then, um, he would sell you whatever oh. the books were that he was selling at the time. And I could see where it was coming. I just remember being, it was so amazed by this guy, but I'm like, uh, I just got out of school. I got college loans to pay off. I'm not paying four 99 for this stuff. And I bounced. I just like, okay, really? because I, I bounced because it was, um, I'd already spent that kind of money on a real estate course that didn't pan out. So I'm not going to let somebody else take my money. Right. And it was, uh, at that point it was somebody else's fault. It's funny. I don't think I've ever really related this story before. Um, so anyway, I'm now fast forward. It's 2015. I remember I'm sitting outside on my, uh, in, in my backyard and I'm on Facebook and this ad comes up for Tony Robbins for business mastery. Mm -hmm. And my business, I had a manufacturing business. We made stainless steel restaurant kitchen equipment. And I'd grown that when we bought it, I think I had, uh, had 14 employees and now we had, uh, 32. So it was going in the right direction. And I thought, now's the time for me to invest in this. It was Mm $10,000. I was like, Oh, you know, but hey i'm going to do this a little and... more than the
0: 499 originally
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> it was more but it was also um even though it was a big investment it wasn't that it it was 499 was a lot more money to me as a 21 year old than than $10,000 was as a 46 year old quite honestly funny?
0: yeah
1: yeah So I went, and then that just uh, then I signed up for the platinum partnership at that event, which ended up being about by the time travel and all the extra events were done as Mm -hmm. plat, that ended up probably being a hundred and fifty thousand dollar investment over the course of 12 months. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's when the shift into my personal development started and understanding that I needed to pour into myself to become a greater version. See, I think a lot of us. I, I, I've got this thing in my mind, right? I see. And this is how I lived the the first 20 years of my adult life. I'll say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as many of us do, I think we get on the river of life and we're just in on the raft and we're letting the current take us here and there. And some of us have the little oar thing or whatever, the, the rudder at the back. And so we make decisions and we go, but we're going with the current. We're going with the current. And at some point, there's very few people, it, I mean, it, there's just very few people, I don't know what the percentage is, I'm gonna, less than 5%, that mm-hmm. decide, I'm going to live the life I demand to live. And when you do that, you basically, it's putting the motor on the back of the boat. Now you can go mm-hmm. across the river, you can go back up the river, you can just go into a different river. You're choosing, that, hey, you may choose to drive it right over a waterfall, but, but you're consciously choosing to live life on your terms and not just drifting along From circumstance to circumstance.
0: Do you feel like, so if you went to Tony Robbins for business mastery, but then you came out of it learning you had to pour into yourself, who were you then in learning that space? Like, I guess I got to pour into me. And what did that look like? So our our listeners can understand when they're in something that you were in, that they have the hope.
1: Sure. Yeah. I was, I was ignorant at the time. I had a very large ego. Um, Tony, when he sold the plat, he tells this beautiful story, he sucks you in. And if you ever yeah. go to these events, you don't even know you're being sold till the end. Right. <laughs> you don't even know you're being sold till your, your credit card is, is a little lighter or heavier, however you want to look at it. Right. Um, and, um, I lost my train of thought on that. Oh, he gives, he gives, yeah, yeah, he gives this thing. He goes, proximity is power. Proximity is power. And I, and so there's six human needs and one of them is significance. Mm -hmm. And I'm in this room with 2,500 or so. I think that's how many are at business mastery in Vegas. And, um, I'm like, I belong in the front and I signed up. Yeah it was ego based thing. When I came out of it, yeah. it was about growth and contribution and love and variety. Mm-hmm. It wasn't significance based and very little thing. I mean, we all have significance. One of our primary needs, right. we all have it, but it was one of my primary drivers at the time. Um, which it, don't
0: they ask us at UPW to figure out which are the top two at that time?
1: Yeah. My, so my gateway drug to Tony was, um, business mastery though. I didn't go to UPW. Yeah. That's but yeah, okay. yeah. So when he started talking about the six human needs and people in the audience are yelling it out, I'm like, what the hell is he, how am I supposed right. to know <laughs> this stuff? <laughs> right. That's good. Um, so yeah, that was where the personal development space started
0: mm-hmm. and
1: my personal shift, um, and just who I am as a person started to take place. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, I think I was unconsciously aware that things were changing. I could see the changes in myself, yeah. but I didn't understand the impact that it was going to have.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you're ignorant and egoic prior to, to Tony and you sign up for Platt, who are you in the middle of Tony? And then who are, or at the end of the year, however you want to explain it. And then who are you now? Cause 2015 and 2022, that's seven years. So how is that?
1: Yeah. So, um, so I started shifting more into finding that the, the real joy was helping others get what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And so, um, during that time I started, I'd have a lot of the, the, they call them plats as you know, but the audience may not, a lot of the plats would need help or advice or something. And I was always there and I loved giving, And I love, Mm -hmm. love, love that. And that's a big piece of me now is, um, with, with my clients, you know, other than when it's my family time, um, your past client, you need to help with something. You reach out. I'm there. I'm helping people Mm -hmm. set up their spreadsheets on their business and become better at reading their financials. Um, these are people with MBAs that don't know what they're doing. And I just, I love doing that. I love helping these people get better and succeed. And then the people I'm working with, one of my core values, the top core value of my company's contribution. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm always encouraging my clients, give more, give more, give more. I'm going to show you how to keep more. Right. And so you figure out how to give more and give money to the people and causes you care about most. So right. that's where it came from. And so mm-hmm. for me, yeah, I, I still want to chase and grow and, and, and do all that, but it's, it's from a space of then I'll be able to impact the lives of my children and the lives of my community in a much larger way. It's not about me anymore.
0: Have you ever heard the, uh, I won't say the quote exactly correctly, but it's something about if someone doesn't ask for help that they take away the joy someone else can give something of that. And I, you know, there's a lot of people in the world that receiving is very hard for them. And it's something that was hard for me a long time ago. And, and receiving can be such a gift for the other person to give. So if you weren't able to give help to all those people to bring you joy, you know, it's, so do you just, Hey, I'm JP and I need to help you. I mean, how does that look? If you know, somebody needs help, how do you lean into that knowing it's your gift?
1: Uh, well, I'm not without saying a name. You and I met a pretty amazing individual here a few months ago. Right. And, uh, we were supposed to have a business call, Mm -hmm. um, about two weeks ago Mm -hmm. and we had the call and I could tell this individual was stressed out. And I said, okay, we're not talking about business. I need to know what's going on. Boom, boom, boom. And we were supposed to have 10 minutes on the call. We spent like 40 minutes on the call. Yeah. And it was all about relationship and family and everything. And he was like, Man, I need more friends. And I and um and I said, We'll have plenty of time to do business, but yeah. it, it, but it won't mean can I swear on this podcast? <laughs> you can. <laughs> I, I keep I keep I mean, almost I keep <laughs> all pulling out me then I don't So uh-huh. I, I it won't mean fuck all. Yeah. If your family is trashed and you're trashed and, um, so we've Mm -hmm. been having conversations around a relationship space and I'm not even talking business with him. It's not important. It'll happen when it happens. I
0: love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tony teaches us, uh, I mean, I believe, I'm sure you believe that everything that we do in our business shows up in our relationship. So, you know, what are you going to do there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but you said something, um, I remember how you phrased it, but I, even in my most difficult phases of my life, right? Nothing goes straight up in life. We'd like to think that, Hey, we're born on a rocket ship and it's going straight into the heavens, right? No. Sometimes that rocket ship blows up in the launch pad. Sometimes it doesn't make it into space. Sometimes it makes it up there. doesn't come back. It swirls all around. Life is not straight lines. There's no straight lines in nature, right? So even when I'm at a low point, when somebody needs help, I'm there and, and I like, but that, but it fills me up to do that. But I had something mm-hmm. that happened that had a tough point in my life here within the last year. And I was on empty.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, I had reached out to a couple of people and I finally got hold of my cousin. She was like my sister. Our moms are identical twins. So mm-hmm. biologically we are half brother and sister, right? Cause okay. moms share the same DNA. Mm-hmm. And, um, I called her and I just broke down crying. And then I was just like, I'm sorry. I just kept saying, I'm sorry. She goes, you don't have to be sorry. Yeah. We, you know, you don't have to be sorry, but it's so hard because When you are the one that has been carrying everybody and Mm -hmm. you find so much great joy in that to be able to lean into somebody else. It's hard sometimes.
0: And I just saw something the other day and someone, uh, you know, the conversation I was having. So, but that is strength that you maybe at the time thought it was weakness, but that's so much strength to be able to give that to yourself. Um, I, so many people will just, Put on their little ego hat and be like, I'm fine, and just march along. I imagine that your cousin helped you tremendously, and I don't know who you lean on now. I know you have a few core people. Tell me about your daily practices now. That okay. You
1: do. Um I'm gonna take you back just a little bit further and tell yeah. you how I got there. Um okay. so I it was I'll t- it was in the fall of 20, 20- well, 2017, it was a year after I'd come out of my plat year mm-hmm. and business was growing. It was just amazing. Um, things were, they were, cr- were crushing it. All the tools and stuff that I'd put in place with Tony. I'm also going to Keith Cunningham now, who's a, an amazing business mentor of mine. And, um, things were just humming along and, um, uh, but my marriage was not so hot. It was, um, I was married to at the time I would say, and I, and she would say it at the time, but I think it was bullshit that we were best friends. I think what we really were was roommates at this point, not mm-hmm. even best friends. It was legit to that point. We had two young children. Um, and I would say we were in a sexless marriage. Right. And I say that cause we had probably sex about 10 times a year. Um, no bueno for, for me. <laughs> I'll say, tell you, um, <laughs> And Thank you. I was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> transparency. Um, yeah. And so I had, um, I was actually working with one of Tony's top coaches. I don't know if you know, Deb's Battersby. she's a 10. If anybody needs uh, a lifestyle okay. business coach, she's amazing. Um, and she had me, I don't remember exactly what she had me see, but she's like, "This is not a you problem right? Mm-hmm. You need to have these conversations. So I'd have these conversations and things wouldn't work. But anyway, in the fall of 2017, went to this amazing uh, place in Cabo overlooking private villa, overlooking the sea of Cortez private pool and hot tub with another couple. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. We had sex once and I was, I felt, but then we'd go out and I'd be, I'd feel like shit. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't good enough. And then a few weeks later we were up in Whistler, um, Canada on the snowboarding trip. And there was just no intimacy. And we did have sex one night and it was the most disconnected. She just lay there. And it was this Mm -hmm. most disconnected Mm -hmm. thing I've ever felt. And as she ran off, I just went, I can't live like this anymore. Now can't, as I've come to learn in the years since then, can't is a victim language, but Mm -hmm. that's how I felt in that moment. I felt like a victim. I wanted this relationship to be uh, this number one relationship like we had, as Tony would call it, which is you're, you're married to your best friend. You have intimacy in your conversations and sexual uh, passion and whatnot. Otherwise, you're just married to your best friend. I mean, a best friend and a number two relationship and a number one, the difference is one has sex, one doesn't, right? Right. And I didn't want to be in a marriage like this. I didn't want mm-hmm. to be starved for affection. My number one love language is physical contact, which isn't necessarily sex, but I wasn't getting that either. So mm-hmm. I laid there and I had two choices. I could either start planning my escape or I could get this relationship back into prime, which was possible to happen, right? So mm-hmm. I chose the the latter and I said, let's let's get this back into prime. And I set my intention, you can go back to this Facebook post of the Beginning of January, 2018, I'm going to have a number one intimate, passionate relationship by the end of this year. Boom. And so I went about seeking, how am I going to do this? And I found another mentor, Garrett White, which um, led me to this thing called Warrior Week, which basically, as I look at this, it's kind of like I tell people just... From the outside looking in, it's like a mini Navy SEALs training for men where they rip you out of your head and get you in t- touch with your heart. So even though I had this stuff with Tony, I still yeah. was so very logical in my thinking. Still didn't understand women. <laughs> Just, you know, <laughs> wh- what is wrong with you people? <laughs> you have a problem. I can solve it. You and, I, you and I have done this before. Yep. You'll call me. I'm like, well, I'm not looking for you to solve my problems, JP. <laughs> Oh, I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm an idiot. Right. But that's what we men do is we solve problems. So I, I started dating my wife and and figuring this out and all of a sudden things started to change so that from 18 to 20, we were on the top of the mountain. Um, Mm -hmm. we had that number one relationship and it was, it was amazing. And, um, so how did I get there? Well, one of the realizations that I've had And I've been working on this for about four plus years now is I have a daily practice in the morning. This is what your question Mm -hmm. was about. Yeah. And I look at four fundamental areas in life. And the first one is fitness. And so if, because if you don't have a healthy body, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to show up energetically for any other area of your life. And so every morning I, I give myself a point for doing something physical it could be stretching. It could be, okay. you know, normally if you're just starting out, i like you to make a sweat, but once you're in good shape, it can be stretching and you can do your, re- your regular workout later, but do something to get your body moving in the morning and mm-hmm. then have some greens, right? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. And the whole thing is your body's got to be working right before you can put it in anything else. The next one is your faith, right? And I remember Tony having this wheel of life thing. And I remember talking mm-hmm. to my Tony Robbins coach. I'm like, I don't really care about this faith section. It doesn't really call to me. He goes, I don't either. He goes, but, and he showed me some other stuff and okay, that's cool. But now it's become such an important part of my life. Um, I meditate daily. So I give my every morning I meditate mm-hmm. and then I journal. And so I give myself points for that. So I'm now I'm pouring into myself and faith comes too for me, it comes in having faith in yourself and understanding that the divine spark is when within each of us, mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I just did a, uh, I do this thing called the daily spark, uh, on Spotify now. And the one on there was just about how, um, well, I'll get off. I'm going to get into the weeds if I go into that anyway. So then the next area is family. And so family is not just, um, your wife, your husband or your children, but it's also your friends and those people closest to you. So every morning, um, at least two people, are gonna get a love message from me, something mm-hmm. I love, love about you, honor you for, or thank mm-hmm. you for, or memory of our past, and so I'm pouring <laughs> into other people all the time, yep. and then, um, and then finally, now you can get to business, and so we study something and share it. So one of the things I do every morning, and if you, if anybody wants a copy of this, you can uh, reach through, reach out through Jamie. I've got this this app called the Spark, mm-hmm. and it allows me. The first question, and you'll see on my, you've seen it, Jamie, on my Facebook mm-hmm. every day, there's going to be over a thousand of them on there. Cause I've been doing it for four years. Nice. I do this thing and I get, I boil it down to one sentence. It's my parable of the day. Mm-hmm. So it starts out with who or what has triggered you or why. And then mm-hmm. you just look at it from different angles. You, what's the story you're telling about it? What's the opposite story? What's the story mm-hmm. if it was applied to you, what's a chosen story Because so many times when something happens, all of a sudden, Jamie makes me mad and I go, well, Jamie's a bitch. That's the story Mm -hmm. I'm telling, right?
0: Right.
1: And then I go, well, what's the opposite? Which could not happen. (laughs) Well, we know that's not true. (laughs) But we go, what's the opposite story? Well, Jamie's not a bitch. And then I have to prove that you're not a bitch. So, I, my, but we, we, we all fall into this. De- everybody does it. We fall oh, into the yeah. default story. So this allows me to look at my life from all different angles and go, okay, mm-hmm. and it has you, it allows you to show up with grace yeah. for people, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, and so that's where now fast forward, I, I, I talked about how we had this rocket ship that never goes up straight. And, um, I just had a marriage that's coming to an end after I just told you eighteen three 20 was the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into the details, but the rocket ship doesn't always go up. Um, but one thing that I'm very proud of is who I showed up as a man, especially from 2018 on, I'm very proud of that. Um, mm-hmm. and you and I have another associate that was a plat, um, who does a lot of divorces and mm-hmm. he, his words to me were you, after three months, are where I was after three years. Mm-hmm. And I think that a big piece of that is because I focus on the four areas of my life every day. And I call myself out on my own bullshit stories every day. And I don't allow myself to wallow in the self pity mm-hmm. um, of that. And so I would, it's amazing, Jamie. I love your book shift with intention. And I love the concept behind it. But if we start looking at our life, there's shifts that are constantly happening every day, especially when you're that person that put their motor on the boat on the river of life and is living the life you choose to live and not living a life by default.
0: Yep. So one of my, uh, favorite and I can't say non-favorite, it is ultimately my favorite. One of my favorite things about you. Even if I don't want you to say it out loud, but that is the the Tony quote that you kind of live by—that life's happening for you, not to you. I totally believe that. Is it the one that I always say about Tony? No, I usually say you create your life. Now they're very similar, but if something in my life has not been amazing, um, you know, and I've told you about things in my life that haven't been amazing, and I'm not really ready to hear life's happening for you, Jamie. <laughs> I'm like I know. <laughs> uh, do you? I mean, I feel like that's kind of like your, your go-to quote. Do you feel like you live by that every day or how I know we're all human. So you've got to fall off a yeah. little. So,
1: Oh, you absolutely do. You yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: You'll wake up some mornings and you just go, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the whole idea is when you, when you do what I do every day with this morning routine or ritual,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you feel the fuck coming, all you do yeah. is you put your feet on the floor And you get out of the fast lane and you go in the slow lane, but you don't stop. See, most of us hit that moment and we just stop. Right. Um, and I had, uh, I had a really beautiful moment this summer where I've got this pro program and I took the concept from Tony, but I developed this on my own Mm
0: -hmm. and Tony
1: would talk about, um, if you're unhappy with your life, it's because your life conditions, the way your life is currently right now does not match the blueprint of what you think your life should be or what you want your life to be. Right. Right. And so I created this 30 page, whatever it is, 40 page document across those mm-hmm. areas of life, fitness, faith, family finance. And basically it walks you through, Hey, what's your life conditions now? Yeah. Yeah. What's your blueprint? And so you can map it out and get really clear on this, right? Mm-hmm. So I did this, I don't know what it was, six or eight months ago. And it's like, what are the emotions associated with your life that you're feeling currently? Mm-hmm. And it was it was right after um, my, my marriage, it was decided we we're done, right? Yep. And so it was sad, lonely, frustrated, disappointed, disheartened, mm-hmm. fearful. I mean... You get, you get what I'm getting at. All these yeah, emotions yeah. that we would generally consider negative emotions, right? Right. And then it said, when you think about your life in general, overall, and what, what it's going to be in the future, what are the emotions you associate with your life? Happy, joyful, abundant, loving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and it slapped me in the face.
0: Yeah.
1: And I went, if that's who I was before... And that's how I'm going to be in the future. Why don't I just be that guy right now? Right. And so whenever I'm feeling those emotions, I shift, I can just shift back and go, no, it's, that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. And so I do get into those spaces. It's rare that it lasts. Uh, it's, I don't go, they don't last, they don't go very deep and it's rare that it lasts for more than a day. Mm -hmm. Um, because I've figured out how to shift it. Now, here's the, here's what a lot of people do, though. In all reality, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna pop quiz Jamie. Fabulous. <laughs> What's the opposite of the truth?
0: Oh, I bet we've had this conversation. Um, the opposite of the truth is I'm gonna go a different way than you think. I'm gonna go um, something you're hiding from yourself.
1: you you just about got it. So think about this. You're facing the truth Mm -hmm. when you turn it around and you're, you're denying the truth. Mm -hmm. The opposite of the truth is denial. So you're, you're not facing it. So a lot of people say it's a lie. Opposite of truth is a lie. No, it's denial because you won't face the truth. So when I'm in that space, I've got that spark app. I don't, I don't avoid the truth. What's triggering me? Now I have to figure out what's triggering me and face it every freaking day. And so that helps me get back, pop back up out of the pit and get back into a more normalized level. That doesn't mean I'm flying at 60,000 feet, Mach Mach 12 or whatever. Not like Top Gun, Tom Cruise boiling through there, right? It just means maybe I've got to pop over to the slow lane for a day or two yeah, and then get it back up, but I'm not stopping.
0: Right. I love it. One of my mentors probably, I think it was like 2013, said something to me and said, if your reaction to something is more than a normal reaction, it's your trigger to heal something. And I was like, huh. And that has stuck with me because like if my kids are doing XYZ or in a relationship, if it's, you know, more than, you know, a normal reaction to something, then, then it's my, my shit. And Mm -hmm. that was, that's been a powerful thing to hold on to.
1: That's mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. I'll give you that since you quizzed me.
1: <laughs>
0: a little give and take here, JP. <laughs> All right. So tell if anybody you you gave a lot of nuggets here. So if our listeners want to get a hold of you to Spark about this blueprint, I don't know, you know, what that looks like if you made a blueprint than anybody else, or not blueprint, but that program, how can they get a hold of you? And tell us what that looks like a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um well, that's a good question there, too. Um, you can get a hold of me multiple ways and get a hold of okay. Jamie. <laughs> that's, I'm mean, going to put that one out there because if you're watching this, you know, you can get a hold of me through Jamie. Um, e- email is jp at archonusa.com, A-R-C-H-O-N-U-S-A.com. We also have a archonusa.com website. You can find out a little bit more about me. Um, and if you want any of that stuff, um, I, I give out the life, conditions versus blueprint for a while there, I was going to be a life coach. And what I found out was most of the people wanted to talk about business because that was my expertise. And -hmm. now that I'm focused more on business, business people want to start talking about life stuff. So it's starting to come around full circle, but I created that because I wanted it to be part of a program. Now I just give it to people. It's, you know, here it is. And if you want to talk about it later, that's great. We can have those conversations. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Um, but um, most of what we're going to talk about is, yeah, it's going to be relationship stuff. I'm not going to talk a lot of religion stuff with people or faith mm-hmm. stuff. I'm very mm-hmm. personal in my own faith. Mm-hmm. And so I don't push it on other people and I, and I don't want it coming back either. Um, okay. But yeah, so I, I've got that tool. Mm-hmm. I also, um, I, one of the things that I do, Jamie, is I run an executive mm-hmm. boardroom okay. and I bring in eight business entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and we work on their business for two days with uh, as at a boardroom level. I basically act as the chairman of the board and the others act as the board of directors. And this is where we have a mutual friend. Um, actually it's amazing how many mutual people we have, which was so random that we, this, this guy knew you and,
0: Oh, right. right. Yeah.
1: Anyway, he was making, um, last year, He's making a good living, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He came to the boardroom and we, we kicked him. We kicked him for being, um, I don't want to use the word lazy, but not pushing himself as hard as he could have. Playing small. Yeah. And he's somebody you're going to have on your podcast in the spring. I will almost guarantee it because the man's made a shift and his income is going to be mind blowing. I mean, mind numbing. And it's because yeah. he came to one of my boardrooms and i'm so excited for him um and just uh i can't wait for him to be able to sh- share his story with you yeah I love um, that. yeah i wish i could i don't know that was kind of a really weak te- teaser or whatever uh, but you just stay tuned people
0: <laughs> um and so if anybody wants information on that it'll be i mean you all your information will be in the show notes, but they can just reach out to you and get more information on that too, right?
1: Yeah. hundred percent. Um, okay. we still have slots open for next year's boardroom. We basically, okay. we meet three times a year for two days. The, mm-hmm. uh, final day, uh, the final time, the final session of the year would be a three day session where we do some strategic planning around your business. Okay. Um, and then I also do uh, 20, uh, zoom call trainings on business, uh, around the eight areas of business that I, that I think are the key fundamentals versus psychology. We talked about that a lot today. Right, um, right. Then it's leadership, culture, sales, marketing, accounting and finance, optimization, maximization, and um, strategic planning. So I'll be doing trainings. Right. If you're part of the boardroom, uh, about there's going to be 20 trainings next year. Okay, uh, Zoom trainings, yeah. Where we'll hot seat mm-hmm. somebody's problem or just give yeah. some trainings on beyond that. So
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, my friend. Well, thank you. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you being on here and 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 learning my um, as my first video type person on, <laughs> yeah. on the Tip with Intention podcast. And anything you want to leave our listeners with?
1: No, I would. If 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 you are in a space where um, you're just not feeling it, one of the things I would do is buy that book over there, and you'll find people that it's through our darkest hours that our the greatest version of ourselves is forged. We can either give up or we can, wow, I'm going to say something pretty cool, but I got to make sure we can either give up or we can rise up. <laughs> we give up or we can rise up. And, um, and that's a good place to start because there's a lot of stories in there of people that were faced just with that. I mean, some of them bring your, you to tears, yeah. And then you just feel so much gratitude for life. And here's the other thing, just guys, when you are in that darkest moment, find gratitude in it because, yeah. you know, you want to do, try and exercise, walk into the cemetery mm-hmm. and all those people that are underground would trade places with you if they could, no matter how bad your life is. So, very true. so find gratitude in this moment because you are a miracle.
0: Thank you. We'll leave on that note. All right. All right Thanks, Katie. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.